0: This is the Fedora Chronicles News of the Week for October 26, 2019. Queen of the Warmongers! Jason Cazzano and I, Eric King Fisk, talk about a controversial post on our Facebook group about how social media and porn is ruining real relationships. Then we discuss Google and YouTube's playing with search results for political gain. Again, Hillary Quinton, Queen of the Warmongers, calls Jill Stein and Tulsi Gabbard Russian assets. Commentary on pop culture and current events through the perspective of film snobs and diesel punks. This is the Fedora Chronicles Radio Show for the week of October 26th, 2019. Thanks for listening. Mm-hmm. Um and if you have children listening. To this part to this episode with you you might want to skip ahead for a couple of minutes um yeah because shit's about to get real a member of ours had posted something about um men ruining their sexual lives with porn mm-hmm. and she posted it on the fedora chronicles fake facebook group page and she was she wrote this just this bitter angry Rant about two or three paragraphs about how porn ruins sex lives and how men have unfair expectations about sex thanks to porn. I mean, well, I mean they're not they're not wrong. No, well, she's not wrong at all. And and a lot of the things that she had posted were I understand from a woman's point of view why she's angry. Mm-hmm. I I completely totally why. She posted it on the Fedora Chronicles Facebook group page. I don't have any idea. Yeah. And I wrote this this long thing or trying to explain to her my point of view and my perspective. And I kept saying over and over again, or writing over and over again, how is this any business of the Fedora Chronicles? And then I, yeah. I I went back to our description and I actually reposted the description for the group. Count here, and by the way, we and, and we have nine new members this week. We're we're almost at a thousand members. Oh my gosh!
1: Yeah, wow. I know. Well, you know, to my relatives list? I, <laughs> <laughs> I come from a big family. Yeah, all right. And the thing is,
0: is that you don't, you don't, you don't want, with the exception of maybe my aunt and uncle and some of my cousins, there are some family members of mine you don't want on our our Facebook group. You don't need my mother yelling at you the way she used to yell at me. You don't need a $600 fedora. (laughs) Nobody needs an expensive hat like that. Ah. Um, it's not about it's, needs, mom. It's yeah. Um So our our group description here and this is a this is a describes everything to do with the Fedora Chronicles. Commentary on pop culture and current events through the perspective of film snobs and g- diesel punks. Shameless plug, plugs for jazz-era style products and fedora hats. Celebrating our members, the everyday fedora wearers, and our adventures while recapturing the style and spirit of the 20s through the late 50s. The, blah, the You know, that's the usual blah, blah, blah. And I also, of course, included here, featuring news and information, jazz-era counterculture, vintage threads, lost hero, history, conspiracies. <laughs> and, and the thing is, is that basically, like... People seem to think that we're just a group where we celebrate our brand new fedoras. Oh, look at the look what I just got in the mail. And the thing is, it's like no, it's a it's a it's a cornucopia of stuffs.
1: Ooh, cornucopia.
0: Yeah, and somebody pulling out the high rent words. So, somebody, somebody had posted. I thought this this was a forum just about fedora hats. I'm out of here. In response to this woman's size. Um, yeah. Her, her 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 name is Cy uh, uh, C Y or S Y, that's just her name, and um, and people, and everybody had contacted me saying, "Jesus, is this something we even want to talk about?" And um, yeah, I'll talk about it on the podcast in with two perspectives. She must feel as if the Fedora Chronicles is a safe space. Where she can talk about anything that she wants.
1: Which is something I think we should be
0: proud of, by the I way. I think it is. Yeah. Um, I. And another thing is is that there is something wrong in modern society. We've talked about this oh, yeah. often. Where so many people seem to think that what you see on TV and in the movies somehow depicts reality. And nothing could be further from the truth. Correct. Um, like a perfect example, crime dramas on TV, police officers don't get just
1: one case and they focus
0: on just one case until it's done and over with. They're right. constantly, they're, In fact,
1: they have several cases that they work at any given moment and the likelihood of them getting solved is not nearly as high as what you think on. It would be based on TV. And also shit takes a lot longer than 20 minutes. Yeah. Um, and
0: another aspect of this that i really wanted to sort of bring home mm-hmm. is that porn is not real i mean it's yeah. it's 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 two people fornicating obviously in front of cameras obviously but yeah. it's not reality she and she made that point perfectly clear it's not and and the thing is it and it's for, it's made i
1: guess to please men only i'm not i'm not really sure this Um, is well or think i think originally it was nowadays they have uh pornography that is geared and um actually directed and written by and for women by women for women because they are turned on by different things um than men traditionally are so There is pornography out there nowadays that is intended solely for female consumption. Sure. Um, but yeah, predominantly and historically it was generally geared towards men. Yeah. I made it is
0: completely fake. I made a porn video for my wife this week, which was just nothing of me folding the laundry, doing the dishes, not complaining once. Yeah. See, see,
1: it's, it's, there's different structure, different folks.
0: Pardon the pun. Um, but the point that she does have is that there's way too many distractions. That's killing relationships. Facebook or social media in general, it's so well, easy to be distracted. Podcasts can be a distraction from your from your yeah. partner, from your husband, wife, boyfriend, girlfriend. Whatever. Pu- uh, pumpkin, whatever. Yeah. Happy Halloween. Yeah. Um, and I think that well, she raised a couple of really interesting points. Mm-hmm. The delivery of it, I think, alienated the hell out of people. And when one person says, what the hell does this have to do with the Fedora Chronicles? One of our other members had said, well, I mean, what if the dude's wearing a Fedora? And then that was
1: it. And, the, and yeah, you know, I mean... It's, it, well, and that's illustrative of a if the forum has was intended only for people wearing hats, that's just letting you know how fucking ridiculous it can be because you can literally have it be about anything. And so long as you're wearing a hat, it fits. It is kind of ridiculous.
0: I mean, I, I wonder if there are Facebook groups that are talking about, a, uh, that, that you can only talk about, carburetors for
1: 1967 ford mustang gtos i will go so far as to say not only are there facebook groups of that there is probably porn of that (laughs) it's rule 34 man if it exists there is porn of it on the internet
0: so um i think that one of the things that we need to talk about more in the future is how, how how to limit your social media usage so you can focus on more important things like The actual real people
1: in your life. Yeah. And I think one of the travesties of the modern era that we live in is that we are losing, and I apologize, the pussy just won't shut up, um, (laughs) is we are losing the art of conversation. It used to be that you could have a conversation with somebody and you could discuss things with them and no one would get upset. You know, even if you disagreed, it was uh, viewed by both parties as a learning experience. Oh, I'm learning about how this person thinks. And I think they're an idiot, but I'm going to be polite about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And we're starting to lose that because of human nature and the nature of the internet. People can find echo chambers where they only discuss and talk about topics with people who generally agree with them. Now, I've recently learned how much that impacted me. I didn't think I was doing that, but I, it's recently become known to me how much I had been doing that um, when I've gotten in discussions with people with whom I politically disagree, and I was getting angry for no reason whatsoever. Right. There's no reason to get angry just because you disagree with somebody. And I did notice I was getting angry. Right. Um it helps that I'm now dating a woman who is just a wonderful person who happens to disagree with me politically. Right. Um, And it's helping me to realize how much of that art of conversation I've lost over the years. Right. And it's important for us as a society to be able to maintain that. We need to be able to understand, especially if you're living in a free society, You need to be able to entertain the idea that someone else disagrees with you. And it doesn't mean they're a horrible person. It doesn't mean they think you're a horrible person. It just means that you disagree. And I think it's unfortunate that we've kind of allowed ourselves to get to that point. Yeah. And again, I'm not saying I'm immune to this. I'm saying just the opposite. I've had this realization about myself. So... I'm not trying to say y'all need to y'all need Jesus or anything like that. <laughs> I'm just this is the way our society is. and you know, this is something that I've observed. so uh,
0: people look at me like I have two heads, or I just announced that my sister and I are getting married when I tell them, I understand why people voted for Hillary Clinton. and I understand <laughs> why people voted for Donald Trump. I don't agree with them but I understand. I understand why they did what they did. And I can listen to somebody and say I don't agree with you, but I understand where you're coming from. Right? And it was like, but if you understand where I'm coming from, why don't you agree with me? And it's like and then I start talking about life experiences. Right. And then it and, it and it was just kind of like I it's it's like I'm trying it's like trying to explain algebra to a cat. They look at you like, what? First of all, why are you talking? And what are these words coming out of your mouth about? You know, um, common interests and shared experience
1: and communal events. And what what are you what, what are you talking about? Um, I don't know. I think cats probably are more looking at you like, yes, human. We figured this out decades ago. What is taking you so long? <laughs> exactly.
0: <laughs> <laughs> And uh, and one of the best parts about this um, website that we created is that I'm, I've read books from the perspective of people that I wouldn't ordinarily agree with. And I've come to, to, to the point of view of we, have, uh, as a, we are a society in decline because we yes. cannot have co- a conversation yeah. about something as, as serious as important as who's, who's going to be our chosen messiah in the white temple for the next four to eight years,
1: and people lose their minds over it. Right, and there's no need for that. There's no reason in the world why that has to devolve into an angry, spiteful, hate-filled dissertation on why person who disagrees with me is such a, insert expletive here. Yeah. There's no reason for that. There's no reason on Earth. The inability to do that does indeed indicate that we are at the, in the sunset of our civilization. That the great social experiment that is the United States is actually in decline. And how fast we decline and how fast we um, render ourselves to the sands of time is going to be determined by how long it takes us to realize we're fucking it up badly
0: yeah and and, tragically badly um and people are resorting to violence clearly because they just simply cannot stop and try to understand where
1: the other person is coming from and there's there's no valid reason why you should resort to violence in any intellectual discussion there's no reason for that I've seen people who I admire and love dearly get so lined with rage during a a political discussion that they say things they otherwise would never have said. And it's sad, really, when it happens. And and I'm being careful because I don't want it to seem like I'm talking about people of one political persuasion or the other because I have seen it in both sides of the aisle. People get so blind to their political their, their political beliefs and that it is just that it's a belief that they don't they don't want to entertain the thought that just because someone disagrees with them doesn't mean that they're wrong. Just because someone does agree with them doesn't mean that they're right. It's just a matter of opinion. I came to this conclusion
0: yesterday. And when the thought came to mind, it actually scared the hell out of me. And this is, pro- we're, we're pro- this is probably a great segue into this week's topic. I think that the two most dangerous people in politics today, because of their cult-like following, Donald Trump and his cult-like following, and Hillary Clinton and her cult-like following, and the problem that they bother me so much is that their followers cannot admit to any wrongdoing
1: with well they can't admit their chosen Messiah has any wrongdoing has done anything wrong I and I have
0: a really hard time with that yeah I, I really have a hard time because um, I've come to, to the realization that my I'm embarrassed by some of the people that I voted for in the past and one of the things that I had thought about was if it wasn't for Bill Clinton's behavior in the 1990s, I might still call myself a Democrat because there are some things, some things that I
1: agree with some Democrats on. And um, so. Well, and there's all, I'm actually, see, I'm, I don't know if I'm taking it further than that, but to me, I'm ready to vote for Tulsi Gabbard. Yes. And it has nothing to do with whether I agree with her politically or not. Because I don't think I'm, I'm ever going to find a candidate on either side of the aisle, at least in the foreseeable future, that I agree with on enough topics that I would feel good voting for them. Come this, spe- so yeah. yeah. Yeah, so I, I'd rather vote for someone of character who right now, out of all of the people that have thrown their hat in the ring to run, Tulsi Gabbard is the only person I see right now who is a person of character
0: this is one of one of those weeks in news history it's going to go down in news history where um i think everybody else has sort of woken up to the fact that um and this isn't an insult towards hillary clinton supporters per se i can give people a pass for why they voted for who they voted for in November of, of 2016, you voted the way you voted for a reason. Because of your life experiences yes. and because of what you heard and read in the news, you, you get a pass. Okay? Yeah. Um, at this point, if you're still a Hillary Clinton supporter, I think that you really need to examine who who and what you really are.
1: Be- well, no, I would, I would say you would need to examine why you're supporting her. And is your support given just because of things that are historical and not current. Because a couple of years
0: ago, maybe more than 10 years ago, one of the campaign slogans had been, it's a woman's turn. That's something that we heard in the, the run-up to the 2008 uh, election until Barack Obama took the country's imagination by storm it yeah. it was just presumed that hillary clinton was going to get the nomination um for the general for the general election the dnc's nomination for the general election for the presidency of the united states barack obama came on the scene and he he laid into hillary clinton he said some things that were, you know, talking about her foreign policy and who she is as 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 first lady, as as senator, and she had been on the wrong side of history, especially talking about some her some of her foreign policy decisions, and yeah. he was brutal when he talked about her. Oh, he lit her up. He lit her up. Meanwhile, what a lot of people don't seem to uh, remember is that it was the clinton camp that started the conspiracy theory that barack obama was not even born here in the united states that right. was that was started by the hillary clinton i don't think it was by hillary clinton herself
1: i don't think so i think it was just their her supporters and her team
0: somebody had you know somebody on her team had said we don't even think that he's a real american and donald trump picked that up and he ran with it
1: um right and the other thing to remember is donald trump was a sh- was a very strong Hillary supporter up until he decided to run for president. Um, they used to be very good friends. He and Bill and Hillary, all of them. You're near your computer right now, and for those, I of,
0: absolutely am. And for those of our listeners, do me a favor: go to Google, and I'm loath to do this, and just look up um, Hillary Clinton 2005. Or Hillary Clinton, where were you in 2005? And then click images. What's the second, yeah. what's the second picture that I'm looking at?
1: Well, mine, it's the, th- it's the third picture, and it's the first picture on the second row. It's a picture of Don, Ivanka, Hillary, and Bill, all smiling and laughing and posing next to each other.
0: Uh, actually, that's that's Melania, his wife.
1: Is that Which Melania? Is, that's Melania. Uh, I have no idea. Whatever. One of the, they, look, they look actually disturbingly similar. But anyway. So I'm saying that all of this infighting,
0: all of this brutal attacks, it's all staged. It's all political theater after looking at this picture.
1: Looking at a picture of... Well, it could be that or it could be... Um, what happens when friendships among the rich and powerful end badly? Okay, I'll give you that. Yeah, I'll I'll give you that. Thank you.
0: Thank um, you. but and Jimmy Dore had talked about this. Whereas back in 2015, um, Donald Trump was seriously considering running for presidency of the United States, and. Jimmy Dore had found some evidence and some quotes from Clinton insiders who said Donald Trump would be a great spoiler if he would run, he would peel votes away off of other legitimate candidates and she'd easily win. Because who's going to vote for Donald Trump? There's no way that he could win. Even if you use the Electoral College, there's no way. This sideshow freak of a real estate mogul and tv personality could ever be states that would never happen
1: so sad trombone <laughs> so what do you say about that um, well that's that's exactly it i mean in and these are these are when you look back on things like that there's a part of you that really wonders did donald trump read that and get pissed off and that's why he decided running against hillary because let's be honest there was a slew of candidates in 2016 up until Hillary got the nod, but anyone who was putting money on things had their money on Hillary for the Democratic nomination. Sure. And as it turns out, it was a smart move to do so, not because she actually earned it, but because the Democrats paid, played really hard and fast and loose with the rules in order to ensure that. And when I say the Democrats, I don't know if... I mean the people running the party right
0: like the people like the
1: actual party leaders like debbie wasserman and i don't think if it if that's shocking or surprising to anyone they're either weren't paying attention or do not remember when that came out after donald trump was elected because everyone on the left was looking for who to blame and when that was found discovered that bernie sanders actually won key states that became New the Hampshire. reason. That was, yeah, that he,
0: was it. And we were actually having a conversation um, at my other job during lunch talking about how the superdelegates stole the primary from Bernie Sanders and gave it to Hillary Clinton. And yeah. after, after New Hampshire, Bernie Sanders won 68% of the vote. Mm-hmm. The superdelegates gave half... Of their delegates, or, or half of the win to Hillary. Then there was the Iowa caucus, and so many people had claimed that people who didn't even live in Iowa came to caucus for Hillary, and Hillary quote won because of this. And then there was some shenanigans that I won't in South Carolina that threw the win to Hillary Clinton, and it was it was apparent to everybody that the fix was in. And people stop, just stopped participating in the process because they realized right. that it's rigged, and it's and right. he, it's always been rigged. It's always been rigged. The party has always rigged it, but now it's blatant. Now you now you see them doing it
1: right before your eyes. Well, I I, I don't want to agree that it was always rigged. I don't want to. Right. I don't know if it's right to say that. I don't know if it's wrong to disagree with that, but I I don't want to believe that it was always rigged. I want to believe that at one point in the fairly recent history, it was still up to the popular election. I mean, the, the fact that Donald Trump himself is president is actually hopeful to me because it means that none of the pundits wanted him the Republicans didn't want him to be their candidate and yet he became their candidate. There's, I mean, I honestly think there was a number of Republican operatives who said, ah, fuck it. It doesn't matter because Hillary's going to win the general election anyway. Right. You know, so I want to say that it's not rigged, but, can I honestly say, can I say that and still remain honest to myself? And that's an answer I don't have. I don't think I can. After all these shenanigans that have been discovered. And before anyone out there says, oh, you guys are just bashing the Democrat party. I understand that what I'm saying this, I'm saying this thinking and believing in my heart of hearts that the Republicans are just as guilty of this as the Democrats are. Look at Bob Dole. Oh, yeah. We don't have ev- any evidence that Bob do- that the Republican Party handed it to Bob Dole. However, what was the mantra at the time when Bob Dole was running for president? It's his turn. He deserves it. That's no reason to vote for somebody just because that someone thinks they deserve it. Why do they deserve it? You have to earn someone's vote. And I don't care if it's Hillary Clinton or if it's... Donald Trump or whoever is going to get the nod, Tulsi Gabbard, I don't care who the hell it is, they have to earn your vote. They have to earn, they have to deserve the fact that you're going to pull the lever for them. And they have to earn it on the merits of, first of all, their history, but second of all, their, what they're saying. Are they going to make a good president, a good set, a good president? A good congressperson in the House of Representatives does not make a good president. A good governor doesn't always make a good president. Although then, that's probably a better indication in my opinion. But still, and there's, they have to earn your vote. And on, well, and well, But
0: here's the thing. They have to earn your vote while at the same time playing party politics. Follow the party line. Here's two Republicans here in New Hampshire who's because they spoke the truth about what they really thought and felt about a topic and they lost support from their party. Perfect example, Jennifer Horn, somebody who I campaigned for here in New Hampshire. Nice woman, wonderful woman. I would have loved to have seen her go farther in politics. But she was she was decimated because she had a, a truthful yet unpopular opinion. And, and, it, and it cost her. Kelly Ayotte, or senator from New Hampshire from 2011, 2017, I still get Christmas cards from her. Um, and she was pushed out. She lost all support because she... Um, Donald Trump's not my guy. He's, he does not have traditional values, as it were. And Republicans... <laughs> She's and not you, wrong. <laughs> and, re, and Republicans here in the state, savaged her and practically campaigned against her. Now we have, now we have, a, um, what's Lady Skeletor's name? Um, Jean Shaheen? No, Jean Shaheen is the other one. Hassan, Maggie Hassan. We have okay. Maggie Hassan, who is, she's inept. And she's, I mean, she has, the, she has the warmth of a brick. And she has the personality of a preschool teacher. shes n- I don't think she's that bright. But the thing is, is, Republicans would rather see somebody that they totally don't agree with on the other side be elected for six years and then try and get somebody else in there rather than, uh, Kelly Ayotte did great things for the state and they pushed her out because she didn't follow the party line. And now, And now, flash forward to last Friday, the day uh the afternoon after we recorded <laughs> last week's podcast hillary clinton for whatever reason has it out for tulsi gabbard tulsi gabbard was polling at 1.5 percent she was hardly even a blip in the radar she's this election election season's maverick she's saying all the right things that appeals to a broad spectrum of people, which is why she's not going to get elected.
1: Yeah, Um, can't have that. Can't have that.
0: And Hillary Clinton
2: had come right out and said... I'm not making any predictions, but I think they've got their eye on somebody who's currently in the Democratic (laughs) primary and are grooming her to be the third-party candidate. Mm -hmm. She's a favorite of the Russians. They have a bunch of sites and bots and other ways of supporting her Mm -hmm. so far. And that's assuming Jill Stein will give it up, which she might not because she's
0: also a Russian right. uh, asset. Now, New York Times has backpedaled and, and said, no, no, Hillary really didn't say that. Hillary Clinton claimed that this woman, she didn't name her by name, this woman is being groomed by the Republicans, a Russian asset. And that she's planning on becoming, running as a third-party candidate. And right after that podcast was, was put on the air, Clinton aides came right out and said, oh yeah, Hillary was talking about Tulsi Gabbard. And the entire weekend was an entire firestorm, a catfight, as it were, between yeah. Hillary Clinton and Tulsi Gabbard. And their supporters going after each other on Twitter. There was a flame war that I think
1: it should be archived for the ages. And there's there's multi-layers to this as well.
2: Hillary Clinton, your foreign policy has been a disaster for our country and the world. It's resulted in the deaths and injuries of so many of my brothers and sisters in uniform. Devastated entire countries, millions of lives lost, refugee crises, our enemy Al-Qaeda and ISIS strengthened. We've seen an increase in Iranian and Russian influence in the region. Turkey is emboldened and we've seen an exacerbation of the problem of nuclear proliferation by overthrowing Gaddafi in Libya. Yet, despite this damage that you have done to our country and the world, you want to continue your failed policies directly or indirectly through the democratic nominee. It's time for you to acknowledge the damage that you've caused. And it is long past time for you to step down from your throne so that the Democratic Party can lead with a new foreign policy, which will actually be in the interest of and benefit to the American people and the world.
0: Damn. Holy crap.
1: And That's that's fucking calling her out.
0: (laughs) And on top of everything else, Queen of Warmongers was trending all weekend... And um, it, it, was, it, was, it was brutal what was being said on both sides of the aisle. But the vast majority of the tweets that I read was from people saying, Hillary, you have got to get out of the way and let, the, let a new generation of Democrats take over and win back the party. If you want Donald Trump to be voted out of office, Hillary Clinton needs to step out of the way and let other people like Tul- Bernie Sanders, whomever. Uh-huh. She had her time. She had her chance. She got the she she had the nomination and she lost through the electoral college. Right? Doesn't matter if doesn't matter what people think about how unfit that's just that's the rules of the game the election game is the electoral college and a lot of people are saying that four times in our lifetime we have seen i said three or four times that we've seen the president win through
1: the electoral college
0: yeah uh um, and
1: and by the way we are not going to get into the pros and cons of the Electoral College in this discussion today, just because we don't have enough time. We, I mean, that's that's an entire <laughs>
0: that's, that's an the, that's an entire that's, podcast series. Exactly, exactly. Um, and and of course, Queen of the Warmongers had been trending, and a lot of people had been reposting things that had been said. Um. Since Hillary Clinton became a senator back in 2001, I mean, I mean, talking about regime change, nation building, the whole thing with uh, going in and uh, um, into Iraq, the way that she voted for the war in Iraq before she voted against it. Oh, I'm sorry, that was John Kerry. Go ahead. Right, uh, and all these clips about how we, you know, things that the pro-war things that Hillary Clinton has said. That you'd expect out of the mouths of a Republican. And there used to be a time at a party, a war party.
1: And now look at them. Right. And I love that she called her out specifically. She never mentioned Benghazi by name. But I guarantee you there was a bunch of Republicans out there that went, yeah, Benghazi! Yeah, You know? Um, which is something that I think Hillary has never directly addressed. She's said things that would allow her to say she's addressed it, but she never really addressed it. She never claimed responsibility. She never directly denied responsibility. But the truth comes in is people, her people asked her for help, and she wasn't there. As was said at the time, the phone call came in at 3 a.m., and where were you? that was one of the things she had said who do you want answering the, that phone call at three o'clock in the morning um now that's going to sound- Hillary, and that's because it is and it's because i personally do not like hillary that being said though holy shit right that was i'm not sure if she said that off the off the cuff it certainly felt like she did that's a woman who's pissed and as any man who is married or any woman who's married to another woman knows, you don't piss a woman off. That's just fucking suicidal. And I think Tulsi is ticked off. And I think she has a right to be ticked off.
0: Oh, absolutely.
1: Um, And to kind of, I don't know, I don't really want to segue because it's, it's the same, it's the same topic from a different, simultaneously to that Google after on Friday after after Hillary Clinton or Hillary Clinton's camp called out Tulsi, Google prevented searches for Tulsi Gabbard to be directed to Tulsi Gabbard's website. Right. If you were in the United States of America and you looked up Tulsi Gabbard, your first website that you saw at the top of the list was not Tulsi Gabbard's right. website which is some hardcore bullshit because that means either Google's algorithm is a complete and total failure, which means they are incompetent at what they do best, which is search engines, or they've actually manipulated the results of that search to direct you to sources that they wanted you to read about Tulsi Gabbard and not what Tulsi Gabbard wanted to say about herself. And if you are a thinking person, that should scare the living fuck out of you. Because what else have they done and what else can they do since we know that? And if you don't think they can do that, if you're willing to take the canned response of, no, it's just the algorithm, then you have to admit that they're fucking incompetent. Those are the only two conclusions that can be drawn. Those are the only two logical thinking conclusions that can be drawn from that debacle. So you're either saying go 90 to 91 percent. It's like 90.5 something percent of all searches are done on Google. Right.
0: And, and, we're, and we're guilty of it. We're guilty
1: though, how the information you're looking for, how easy if, if they're doing that. Sorry.
0: No, no, it's not. Yeah. Do, do we want tr- I want to try and play just the clip, the short clip of Stephen Crowder.
1: Um, now, hold on. Now, before we say this, I do want to say a couple of things. Stephen Crowder is a political wing. Um, however, if you listen to his entire show that he did on out several times that he completely disagrees with Tulsi Gabbard. Oh, sure. He is not a Tulsi Gabbard. Consider me to be a Tulsi Gabbard supporter because hell, I'll fucking vote for, her, especially after this debacle. I probably will vote for because hell, I don't want to vote for the Republican. Um, but have to listen to what he's done to find out the veracity of the claims he's making because what he did is objectively a very smart thing to do he was verifying what results he thought he was seeing and he did it well all right so
0: this this here is it's a six minute long clip um it's no, yeah. It's practically seven minutes. Um. What? Listen to this, and we're also going to po- post the link onto our main site, uh. So you, so you can actually see what he's talking about. It's seven minutes. Give it a listen, and and then after um after we play this, Jay and I are going to do our commentary. Now hold on. And if you want to talk over it, Jay, just let me know. And if there's anything you want me to say, just say, Eric, pause or whatever. Make a noise okay. and I'll pause it. On
3: Friday, Hillary Clinton, no, Hillary Rodham Clinton uh, claimed that Tulsi Gabbard, well, she claimed that there were, that it was Tulsi Gabbard, right, confirmed that she was talking about Tulsi Gabbard, accusing her of being a Russian asset. Uh, and Tulsi's response had her trending number one on Twitter. Uh, I think it was was this on Friday? It was last yep. Friday. That's when we were looking into this. Okay, so she was the number one trend actually I think like number one through four because one might have been Tulsi Another might have been Russian asset another might have been Gabbard. the bell of the ball with many verified checkmarks. By the way in the story fighting over whether she was a Russian plant So during this time we decided to again while Tulsi Gabbard was in the spotlight run some comparative searches on YouTube when we set our VPN So I wanna be clear, this is the crescendo. All right,
1: hold on, pause it. Share it, what is a VPN? A VPN is a virtual private network. And what that is, is basically you're poking a hole in the internet. Um, There's very legitimate reasons for doing this. We do it in my professional life all the time to verify certain things. Like you can design a website nowadays so that it gathers browser information from you to find out where you are geographically and like whenever you see that you know so so, this website would like to know your location thing that's what they're using is um they're trying to find out where you're coming from now you can with a vpn fake the location that you're coming from you can be sitting in uh, montauk new jersey for example and set your vpn so that it's coming out of uh, moscow idaho for you know just to throw something out there so a VPN is a way of spoofing your location. It is, it works. It is a, It is not necessarily 100%, but in terms of what they are talking about, what they're doing with this, it is doing exactly, it's functioning as designed. It's intended to do this very thing. And it was developed for very legitimate business reasons. This is not big brother shit. This is actual businesses trying to be able to test their shit without having to be have an office in, say, you know, sure, you know, some other country somewhere. So, okay, I did want to define that. So go ahead. Pirate this in case it gets removed. When we set our VPN to
3: a non-United States country and we search for Tulsi Gabbard, her channel and the videos from her channel all showed up first. Yet again. When we switched our searches to the United States, however, nothing exclusively in the United States, the country in which she is currently running for president, you would receive no results from Tulsi Gabbard's channel or her videos until scrolling past the first page. Here's a video screen recording. And just in case people try to say that we've doctored it, by the way, these video screen recordings will be available as clips on YouTube. Should you want to use them uh, for articles? So, that Friday, you search, she's trending one on Twitter, all of a sudden, boom, valve is pinched, you can't find her. Exclusively in the United States. You can't if you're in Germany, you can't if you're in Spain. United States, however, nothing. By Sunday, once the trend of Hillary Clinton's character assassination had subsided, the results for the US and other countries were magically switched back to being identical. Now it's 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 worth noting that her uh, right now as far as I know, it omitted from both sets of results. So everyone out there, take some screenshots, do some VPN experiments. I assume they're going to be fixing this once this video is out. And I assume that someone there is watching this right now. So they may not necessarily be consistent. You don't always have the same result twice. Um, Pause for a second. Yes, even though, by the way, they're the same. Her her channel is not as. All
1: right, so the other thing I want to point out is that people are going to say, well, this video is still available. So obviously Google, their algorithm is working just fine. I don't know what you're talking about. He's talking about a snapshot of point in time. In this case, the crucial 48-hour news cycle from when a story breaks to when it dies down. That happens generally in 48 hours. There are certain exceptions to the rules. But generally speaking, within 48 hours of something happening, that's that's the golden time. And that's when they blocked it and then they fixed it okay and people will say well it'd be stupid of google to leave it up um leave that video up if they can you know if they're going to censor people why would they leave this video up in which case i'm going to tell you to do a google search right now for stephen crowder tulsi gabbard and you will find links to this this video from the washington examiner and the washington times and you know the usual right-wing places right. the blaze daily wire blah 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 but it's out there in mainstream media now well kind of sort of mainstream media because it's not you won't you're not going to find anything about it on cnn or fox news or msnbc which tells you something right in and of itself but anyway continue all right prominent yep.
3: as it was before let me say this tulsi gabbard is not my candidate like i said i wouldn't vote for her. but this This is chilling, especially when you consider. Let's think about this for a second. Again, we stumbled across this accidentally. I don't know if anyone else has proof that there is someone who flips a switch on YouTube to make your channel a part of the preferred channels network, whatever the hell it's called. We only found out because of the Vox Edpocalypse. And then we only found out because I flippantly mentioned that this reeks of election meddling. All of a sudden a phone call and someone says we remedy that scenario. That means that if someone can flip that switch, and it's not entirely algorithmic, or it's almost as though the algorithms are determined by a human being initially. It's not iRobot. Right. That means that same person can flip off the switch for someone like Tulsi Gabbard. Hmm. All of this is spine tingling, it, it is hair raisingly scary. And if you're interested in a fair election, whether for the presidency or, or just for the Democratic uh, candidate, for the presidency this should raise some major red flags the influence that big tech has and their willingness to manipulate information in the face of what should be a democratic election regardless of whether it's happening to someone i support or not is terrifying so let me address some arguments by the way that i know will be presented and i I'm, i hope that you are being
0: skeptical of this i encourage you i've seen this clip before and i pretty yeah. much he pretty much goes through what you and I were going to talk anyway. Um, Mm -hmm. But the thing is, is that Steven Crowder actually said, I want you to
1: use this clip in your own podcast and your own videos. Now, to preface that a little bit, Steven Crowder and um, Prager University have had and are currently engaged in several lawsuits with YouTube because YouTube has removed some of their videos, has demonetized their videos, has done a lot of really skanky things claiming that they violated the terms of service. And then when they get brought up and they get investigated, they'll change their terms of service to ensure that they were violating them while simultaneously not pulling other videos that are also in violation of the newly recently changed terms of service. Okay. Um, So Steven Crowder quote unquote, just happening to do this. He's got motivation for wanting to look into shit like this. He really does. So I think that's important for us to acknowledge. I also think it's important for us to acknowledge that um, when he says things regarding how YouTube declares the way it works, it's because they have been legally, those are their legal statements in regards to those lawsuits, which means they are legally binding and legally bound to those statements. This isn't shit that he's saying, well, Google will tell you this. No, he's saying Google has told me this because I've sued their asses and this is how they've gotten out of it. So, he knows whereof he speaks on this particular topic. And here's the thing. Whether you like him or not.
0: Walt Schnabel and I talked about this ad nauseum when we were doing this show as the Metaphysical Connection. Mm-hmm. You and I talked about this phenomenon when we were talking about my, my article, the information is not secure. Yep. A- and you go and you do a search, but it The Chronicles, information is not secure. You could not find it through Google. You could find it through Bing. You can find it through Yahoo. You could find it through DuckDuckGo. If you and we weren't t- even spoofing our locations, no. by the way. No, we're not even, because the thing is, is that when you typed in on Google, Fedora Chronicles, the information is not secure. It would not show up in any of the search results. You do it mm-hmm. in, in Yahoo, Bing, or DuckDuckGo, it was the first result that popped up on the
1: screen. And also, bear in mind as well, when he's he's talking about it not showing up on the first page, few people, ask ask yourselves this when you're thinking about this. When was the last time you went to page two on a Google search? Never.
0: I I mean, I do, do but
1: I'm looking for very specific things sometimes. So I am not an average internet user, but seriously, that is, that's not below the fold on the front page of a newspaper, that page 37, somewhere between, you know, the advertisements for jock itch cream and, you know, the, the personal ads kind of a thing. I mean, that's burying the story is what it is. And it's her main website if you do a search for any political candidate on Google, the main website that should show up, at least if they're a Democrat, will be their main webpage. Exactly. Do I'm going to do a search for Tulsi Gabbard right now. Yeah. Well, While you're doing that,
0: here's a perfect example.
1: Yeah, Actually, the no, first I'm, thing that pops up on AdSense is Tulsi Gabbard
0: official site. I guess me, because now that they've changed it. Now that they've been caught yeah. and they've been outed, now that they've changed it.
1: So the thing right. is right and the screen captures that he's talking about are very important because that's the only way you're going to be able to call them out on it because otherwise they're just going to say, "Well, do a search now. You'll see it's fine." I don't know what he's talking about. He's just he's me remembering it wrong. You have to take the screenshots. You have they're to take a going to believe you. It's a legal precedent and they're doing something by the way that Trump is being impeached for because of an accusation that he's done. Right is Google has been caught red-fucking-handed doing this.
0: I'm going to play this other clip here. Okay. Because we've beaten this to death. But here's a clip. I'm going to play this clip, and this is going to illustrate to you why the worm has turned. Hold on a second.
2: Tonight, Hillary Clinton pushes her own Russia conspiracy theory. In a recent podcast, Clinton says Russians are grooming a 2020 presidential contender. That candidate is Tulsi Gabbard. Okay, so just just a fact, huh? Tulsi Gabbard's a Russian asset and Joel Stein's a Russian asset. Out front now, Van Jones, host of the... How she puts it out there. I mean...
0: Uh, I'm, uh, she's playing a very dangerous game. <clears throat> I mean, Hillary Clinton, uh, if you're concerned about disinformation, if you're concerned that what the Russians do is they, di- they spread disinformation, they get us divided against each other, that is what just happened. Just All right, hold on. Just throw out some on. information... Yep. I don't
1: know it? if that's the most important part. I remember listening to this, but I don't remember oh. what part you may be trying to get at. But what she's doing is exactly what she's accusing the Russians of doing. Exactly. What she's doing. And if she isn't aware that she's doing it, then she's getting she's misinformed, which means politically speaking, she's ignorant which is something I never thought I would say about Hillary Clinton. I may have disagreed with her, but the woman was always well-informed. So she's either lying or she's woefully misinformed, or she's, you know, willingly only listening to what she wants to hear, which a lot of people are guilty of. So I'm not sure if that's something we can indict her on. The most important aspect of this
0: is the fact that that's coming out of the mouth of Van Jones. Van Jones has been a liberal media darling for maybe at least ten years now.
1: And well, wasn't he part of the Obamas? Um, he he did. He was like Jobs, are something like something, that for yeah. Barack Obama for a
0: while, wasn't he? I he he was within. He was in the Clinton campaign, and he was a Clint not a Clinton. Yeah, Clinton campaign staffer. No, he was an Obama staffer. And then he became a talking head on CNN for, you know, he did a roundtable um, with uh, with three other people. I'm not sure if he still does that that roundtable. Now he has his own solo show. Yeah, Van but was Jones- he,
1: he was also like the green job czar or something, something like
0: that. Something like that. You'll probably look it up at on Wikipedia and, and you'll say, oh yeah, that's who Van Jones is. Yeah. Van Jones was also a favorite target of Glenn Beck and Glenn yes. Beck's conspiracy theories. Yep. The fact that Van Jones has come out and said that Hillary Clinton is playing a very dangerous game is sort of like this is like the writing on the wall moment. This is the moment where you've got to realize that if you lose Van Jones, you've lost the heart and minds of the DNC. You've lost the minds of the rank and file liberals, Democrats, but, um, voters here in the United States.
1: But did she States. though? But has she? Well, on here's top, my here's yeah, my go question. Ahead. This is a woman who has and lost the election, and didn't just lose the election; she lost it spectacularly. No one thought she was going to lose. Yeah, no one, and yet she lost. Right, and yet here we are talking about her.
0: This is the, it's literally, but I don't think that we're talking about Hillary
1: in a positive way. No, we're not, but. If she is is someone who is as narcissistic as some people have accused her of being, and I'm saying some people because I myself have not accused her of that, but I have heard that accusation level towards her. If she is that narcissistic, then it doesn't matter what they're talking about because there's no such thing as bad press. We're still talking about her. We're still saying that she can designate and appoint people And attributing power to her that she does not deserve to have attributed to her. Yes, we're putting it in a negative light, but you and I are not fans of Hillary Clinton. No. So you can say what you want about her in regards to that. The truth of the matter is we're still discussing her as if she has the power to designate who the next Democratic candidate is. And by doing so, we are kind of providing her that power.
0: Uh, I okay. I I can see where you're coming from. I think yeah. that base, but the thing is, is that I mean, and I I could spend the next hour, and I'm also looking at a at a hard break soon. Yeah, is that we're looking at somebody who has sh- crossed the line, and has yes. started a Twitter war, and you could actually see perfect example. You go to Elizabeth Warren. What <sighs> I wanted, to, I wanted to read like this, and I retweeted this on our Twitter feed here. On you know, Go to um, uh, twitter.com slash Fedora Chronicle and you look at this tweet from Elizabeth Warren and and it says here Up in the hands of Al-Qaeda linked fighters and separatist militants in Yemen, undermining our national security and worsening the humanitarian crisis in Yemen. And then you scroll down here and probably seven or eight out of 10 posts is Tulsi's been saying this for years. Yeah. Tulsi has
1: been saying this for years. Links going back as far as. Yeah, but Tulsi's timing was wrong because she was saying it when Barack Obama was president. Now Trump is president. So it's okay to say it. So one of the things that you can do, and one of the things that I
0: learned when I was working for some political campaigns here in New Hampshire, is that you look at somebody's social media posts, take any social media post, the the, the latest post the better. And you you do like an you do a pro and con. And, and you do like check marks for every positive pro. Yay, I'm with you, Elizabeth, or right on Elizabeth. You put it in the pro. In the con. Meaning, like somebody says something negative, like Chelsea's been Tulsi's been saying this for ages. Tulsi said this already. Tulsi's been ahead of the pack. You put that in the con, and after you're done looking at all the tweets, you look at you look at it and you say, what's the ratio? And if there's more than there are positive, she's downtrending. Right. This post here is causing her to downtrend. A lot of people are saying. Um first first you stole aspects of Bernie Sanders' campaign. Now you're stealing aspects of Tulsi Gabbard's campaign. Woman, do you not have no shame? Oh jeez. It's 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 pretty brutal. And for the past yeah. twenty four hours a lot of people are saying that this is not a secret. This is oh, and by the way, let's look into Fast and Furious while we're at it. Yeah. And you're sc- and you're scrolling through this, and the thing is, is that oh yeah, no, no. Um, I bet Warren realized the Iraqi the Iraq War was bad four years after that started too. If you want someone with the clue on foreign policy and who has the courage to act when it matters, support at Tulsi Gabbard hashtag Tulsi twenty twenty. There's a lot of these posts, and yeah. there's a lot of anti. Now this, now this is now what's going on, is now now Elizabeth Warren is downtrending during this controversy, this catfight between um, Hillary and Tulsi. So the thing is, is that this morning, breaking news: Tulsi Gabbard has announced she's not going to run for reelection for Congress from her home state, just this morning. And now, pro hillary clinton supporters or hillary clinton supporters are now posting this is it this is proof tulsi is gonna she's gonna run as a third party candidate this is the proof
1: she is but she again you and i have discussed this privately but tulsi gabbard has stated that she wants to take the democrat party back from the clinton machine how would her running as a third party candidate serve that objective now you could say well you know she's a politician so she's only in it for for herself. I've not seen that from her. You know, I've not seen that from her. I've seen I've seen a person who is she states an objective and she does what she has to do to get to achieve that objective. Something to be said for that even though I I don't really agree with her on much of anything in politics but say what you want about her she is a person of character. She is a person who wants to do what she says she wants to do. And from what I've seen, she is, she actually is that person who seems to be an honorable person.
0: I wanted to also read here before we close out the show on this topic here, Twitter user, you have opinions, but give me the facts, please posts. I see Clinton's rich donors have redeployed that troll army they used in 2016 tag Tulsi Stein to trend on Twitter. These people are perpetually plentily pathetic and incredibly toxic. Link to New York times article. Be nice to Hillary Clinton online or risk a confrontation with her super PAC. The new the I'm sorry, the Los Angeles times. Yeah. That notoriously conservative rag. The Los Angeles Times. (laughs) Be nice to Hillary Clinton online or risk confrontation with her super PAC. Everything that Tulsi is saying right now, when Barack Obama was in office, everything that she's saying now is true now that Trump is in office. If if she said this when Bush was in office, she'd be be writing folk songs about her. There would be paintings and statues of this woman if it wasn't for hillary clinton now here's a question for you and i want to end the show with this question why the attacks on on tulsi gabbard and why the lies about her about quitting the race as a democrat and running as an independent there's no evidence whatsoever no evidence whatsoever tulsi gabbard has actually come out and said that she's not going to run as a third party candidate. She said it in interviews over and over. She's in this to win and to take back the Democratic Party away from the Clinton money machine.
2: Is there any scenario in which you would run as a third party candidate in 2020? No. Okay, pretty clear. (laughs) Um. (laughs) It's incredible to me, honestly, how many times I get asked that question, uh, even just over the last 72 hours, over and over and over again, and over and over and over again, my answer is still the same. It's important to look at what I'm doing. I am calling out my own party, Mm. and I am calling out what I have seen as, as a corruptive influence in our party that's taken it away from being the party of the people that it needs to be. So no, I'm not going to run as a third party candidate. I'm running for the Democratic nomination to lead the Democratic Party, take it back from those who have been advocating for waging more uh, regime change wars, serving interests other than those, the interests of the people. Our party should be the party of, by, and for the people, fighting for the well-being of every person in this country, protecting our planet, and fighting for peace. But people believe it.
1: Right. Now some interesting things people may want to know about her. She is she is the National Guard, the US Army National Guard. As a major. Right? As a major. As a major. She was the youngest legislator ever elected in Hawaiian history and the youngest woman ever elected to US state legislator at the end at the age of twenty one as a Democrat. She defeated a Republican to get there. She is the first practicum American member of Congress. So she is the first female combat veteran. If Tulsi got female president of the United States, that would not be a bad thing. I would rather see Tulsi than Hillary as the first female president of the sure. United States. Um, and again, I'm not completely agree with everything she says. I really don't. I don't agree with all of her political stances, right? However, who is person of and does what she says she wants to do, which is something that is extremely rare. If she says she's not going to run as a third party candidate, I believe her. She wants to take the party back from the Hillary, from the Clinton political machine. I believe her. This is a woman who from everything I, all the research I have done has s- set out to do everything she said. You know? yeah it's it's just yeah i mean she is a person of character that we need more of in congress i wish they were there were more that were people that i could agree with more politically but the fact is is that at this point i don't like anyone running for president right now on either side of the political aisle but at least so if i'm gonna vote i'm gonna vote for someone who i think is worthy of my vote here's the thing that drives me crazy She's a com- She's a woman mm-hmm. of color. She's also vice chair. Of, was vice chair of the
0: Democratic. She National also committee. has the highest security clearance that you can possibly get in Washington because of the committees that she sits on. Yeah. Or the committee that she sits on. If she's a Russian asset, we got problems because somebody who is so who is able to get so high up on the food chain. Yeah. Somebody who's able to get a security clearance the way Tulsi Gabbard has, for and she's a, a Russian asset. How are Russian assets able to get so high and deep into American politics? That ought to scare the hell out of you. Or, or.
1: Or Hillary Clinton's talking out of her ass, knowingly or unknowingly. You and I disagree on this one thing, this hyperbole.
0: Legitimately batshit crazy. I think the woman is if every everybody who doesn't agree with hillary is automatically a russian asset
1: and she i think she honestly believes that jay she might i don't know i mean who knows right it does seem to be her go-to position that was what she was you know chasing after uh trump for to the point where they actually manufactured evidence I, I'm inclined to say I'm not going to call her crazy when other words I think are more accurate. I think she's just harping on the one angle that she thinks gets her traction. I don't think she honestly gives a shit on whether it's truth or not. I don't think she really cares. She knows she's gotten traction by using the Russian angle before, so she's doing it again. That's what I believe.
0: I don't even know if whether that really got traction or not. I think that at some point people have snapped and said, I think you're crazy. I think that she's
1: used it way too often. She may have, I don't know. I I just, me personally, I think it's just, she thinks she's, she gets legit. That is considered to be a legitimate complaint. So she's harping on it. That's what I think. I'm perhaps I'm being more charitable than I should. I don't know. You may be right, I may be wrong. I have no idea.
0: I think we've crossed yeah. into a territory where people have got to, like, because um, I, I think Bernie Sanders is done because of his heart attack. I, it's, it's not fair. It's not right. But
1: well, it's, it, yeah, people, it's the way it is. And, and to be honest with you, I think Tulsi, Tulsi resigned as vice chair of the Democratic National Committee because of the what happened to Bernie Sanders and the Democrats. She resigned a position of power because of what they did to bernie sanders right um she resigned to endorse bernie senator bernie sanders for the 2016 democratic presidential nomination so that tells you a lot about her um her wikipedia page that says she is economically and socially progressive has been described as similar to bernie sanders in many respects so this is not something i agree with politically no It really isn't but she's still a person of character she's a person of honor she's a person that we should have more of in american politics on both sides of the aisle and right now on either side of the aisle she's the only one i see in the national discussion and for that alone i'm willing to vote for her even though i disagree with her i disagree with a couple of things that
0: she's saying but the one thing that she's saying She's saying all the, all the right things about how um, we got to get out of these foreign wars. We got to stop with the foreign meddling. We got to stop with the regime change wars. The Democrat- and I honestly agree with that. That's one of the few things I agree with her on. The Democratic Party has to start focusing more on working class people here in the United States not being beholden to the stockholders and shareholders of like Lehman Brothers, Goldman Sachs. A lot of the things that she says has captured the imagination of American voters for the past 20 years. Now, why all the attention on Tulsi Gabbard if she's now she's only she's risen in the polls. Now she's getting about somewhere around 5%. Why the attacks on Tulsi Gabbard? Why all the negative energy that's being put towards her, and not towards the front runners? That's a, that's a serious question. Yeah, I don't think we have the answer to that, other than the fact that. Um, I wonder if somehow in some private polls that we're not, we don't have access to, she's actually trending higher
1: than, than 5%. Well, you wonder now, right? Considering what happened with the Google thing, I'm now suspect of anything regarding her that I read online. You know, I mean, Twitter, to my knowledge, has not, I know they've been accused, but no one's ever actually levied a lawsuit against them for having any political bias in how they manage the tweets that go on on their site so allegations are one thing when you take legal action that's something else and to my knowledge twitter hasn't so twitter's fine but what about the sites that are gathering that information i've become very very suspect to the point where it's very difficult to believe what i'm reading in all cases um it's it's really kind of scary that like for example we can't trust google Given what we cannot trust Google, which means same thing for YouTube, right? Yeah. YouTube is the number one video sharing site in the in the world that is not porn related. It's arguable whether or not there's porn sites that share videos more than than YouTube does because right. they domestically don't compare the two really. Um, but you do have to wonder. You do have to wonder are I'm suits, yes, lawsuits, your university, and they've talked to executives and they've caught them on camera at Google, basically saying that Google views it as their mission to not allow what happened in the 2016 election. Here's the smoking gun Tulsi Gavard came out against the, the holy anointed one of Hillary Clinton and. They choked traffic to her site when it mattered, arguably, the most. And they've done it before. Tulsi Gabbard is actually suing them because of what they've done. You know? So, I'm sorry. If you're for the little guy, Tulsi's the little guy in this in this particular squabble. Yeah. Right? I agree with a lot of her political stance, but... The fact of the matter remains is that she's been, there's been a baseless accusation made against her, trying to capitalize on it like any politician would, and have decided that they're not going to assist her. They're going to work against her. You need to be anti-Google now because Google has become the big, ugly monster that they purport to not want to be. And yet that's exactly what they're doing. They are trying to control an election. I don't think trying is the right word. They are.
0: There, I mean, people have accused them of election tampering. And at what point... are That's because they have. At what point is somebody going like a... Name somebody high up on the food chain who's not a Republican, who's going to stand up and say, this is wrong, we need to put an end to this. Therein
1: lies the problem. The only name I can think of is Tulsi.
0: The one person that they're targeting the most right now, apparently. Right. Who's
1: a candidate. The idea- Which, why that, are they targeting her? This is the thing. That, why are they targeting her? What is so damn that they need to have whomever, Bernie Sanders? I mean, those are the top two right now, right? Elizabeth Warren and Bernie Sanders. Granted, you know, I haven't heard anything in his shenanigans. They but are have, they in the tank for, Bar- for, for Biden? I don't think so.
0: Because this this has been the best week that Joe Biden has had because people have stopped
1: talking about him. Wow, doesn't that sound familiar? Like the 2016 presidential election. Hillary always had good weeks when she wasn't talking. When no one heard from her, her numbers always went up. That ought to bother you. It bothered me then. <laughs> You know, I mean if are they for Elizabeth Warren? Google has not stated who they're for, but clearly they're against Tulsi. They know who yeah, we know who Why they're. they are against Tulsi, I have no idea. They seem to be they seem to like Bernie Sanders. And if she's similar to Bernie Sanders in many respects, why the fuck are they against her? Is it because they can't buy her? I don't know. I'm I have no evidence to suggest whether she can be bought or not. I, I don't have any idea. She's a politician, so I assume she can be because that's well, because that's to what to we make. that's what we've said we've said for decades. Yeah, and it doesn't matter what side of the political aisle you're on. It, your political aisle just determines who's going to be the one that buys you. It has nothing to do with whether you're going to be what, bought or not. What market do you belong to? <laughs> exactly, exactly. You know, but I I, I honestly don't know. I mean. I disagree with her politically, but she is the first presidential candidate I've seen in my lifetime that I think is actually wanting to do what she says she wants to do. And it's not just empty, hollow words. She's the first one I believe that about. Not even Mitt Romney, who was another one you could ar- you could argue was a very principled person. I think it was principal, but I don't I don't think he always said what he honestly wanted on bites. Tulsi I don't think does that. No. Or if she does, she's a lot more genuine about it. Yeah. Comes across as more genuine.
0: I do think that. Uh the New York Times was caught altering um one of their articles online about this tulsi gabbard was a russian asset now they're saying that tulsi gabbard is a republican ass uh, um asset they're backtracking
1: yeah well you know the new york times backtracking on an article to support hillary clinton is a bit like saying you know the sun is bright and water is wet it was never about electing the first woman
0: it was never yeah. about elect. It was never about how it's about time we have a woman as president. It was never about that. In retrospect, it was never about making history in the White House. It was about to give her the chair, the throne and that the queen of warmongers sold her soul to earn, quote unquote right woman it was about Hillary
1: Clinton first and foremost and always now if if Tulsi gets elected to president she is actually a combat veteran she has served in Iraq and she has served in again Afghanistan in combat zones let that sink in name another presidential candidate who has seen combat uh, let me think here. I'm trying to think. The last person... I know Biden... I believe Biden served in the military, but I don't know that he saw combat. I mean, Eisenhower.
0: But was Eisenhower a combat veteran?
1: Well, I mean, he was in charge during World War II. What I don't is- believe he... I don't believe he saw combat in World War One. I. I don't know. I really don't know, but... In our lifetimes, just in our lifetime. No, not in our alone. lifetime, no. They, yeah, I mean, the only, other con- the only other presidential candidate that I can think of who actually saw combat was John McCain, who not only saw in combat but was a prisoner of war. And not only was he a prisoner of war, he was a prisoner of war in one of the worst places to be a prisoner of war, which is the um, Hanoi Hilton. John McCain. Yeah, John McCain. Other than John McCain, she's the only presidential candidate I can think of off the top of my head who is actually a combat veteran. Which she did, by the way, while serving as a congressperson. George W. Bush. Yep. That's right. He served in World War II. George Herbert Walker Bush. Yeah, I'm just saying, in, in our lifetimes, you and me, that's it. Jimmy Carter. No, he-
0: Jimmy here here's let's see here. Jimmy Carter. Jimmy Carter, United States Navy rank of you lieutenant um did he serve in combat ser- conflict world war ii in korea not specific gerald ford
1: okay joe ford we know fought in combat missions uh hw bush got shot down uh john mccain got shot down and then there's tulsi and i think that's it and again i'm going off the top of my head though you know, and, and I'm looking at her her foreign policy on, on the Wikipedia page. And she says, when it comes to war against terrorists, I'm a hawk. But when it comes to counterproductive wars of regime change, I'm a dove. I can agree with that. Her policy on Julian Assange, Snowden, and Manning. She says she would drop charges against Julian Assange, saying his arrest that went down poses a great threat to our freedom of press and our freedom of speech. She would pardon whistleblower Snowden and take action to close the loopholes and the laws. I would respect that. Yeah. Um, Chelsea Manning said that uh, regarding Chelsea Manning, she said there's not an actual channel for whistleblowers like them to come forward, bring forward information that exposes egregious abuses of our constitutional rights and liberties period. There is not a channel for that to happen in a real way. And that's why they ended up. I'm not sure if I agree with her about that, but it's consistent with what she's saying about Snowden and Assange, which is more than I can say for my own opinions. Yeah. Counterterrorism. she's opposed to us involvement in regime, regime change um very limited use of drones in situations where the military is not able to get in without creating an unacceptable level of risk she criticized the obama administration for refusing to say that islamic extremists are waging a war against the united states she flat out stated it was al-qaeda who attacked on 9-11 and must be defeated obama won't bomb them in syria putin did that's oh, that's probably where Hillary Clinton's getting. She's a uh, Russian asset because right. she thinks Putin actually did something good. Um, Arming terror, federal funding for Al Qaeda, Shabbat, Fateh al Sham, and ISIL, thereby forcing aiding militants in Syria. Um, she met with U.S.-backed Egyptian president abdel al cc to discuss the threat of isis and islamic terrorist groups in 2015 advocated increasing pressure on afghanistan on pakistan to stop terrorist attacks in S- india in reference to the 2016 Uri attack and i there's a lot in her foreign policy that i agree with right um There's a lot going
0: on. There's a lot going on. There's a lot, going, there's a lot on. going on with her. And that she she checks all the boxes for your typical liberals. She should be a darling of of, of of your typical anti-war liberal. But she's not.
1: I think that that's a problem. And is it is it just because of her foreign policy? Because that's the only thing I can think of that would put her out mainstream democrat uh supporters and i say mainstream not the extremists the extremists are extremists and they're not worth talking about um yeah i mean i i don't even some of her domestic issues i'm i don't oppose
0: maybe that's maybe that's the reason why she is so damn scary she could reach
1: across the aisle. She reaches across the aisle, right now. She's um, she's for gun control, and which for- I am I am definitely a Second Amendment supporter, right. but I would still vote for her because there's honestly, she's a person of I keep saying this because it's true. She's a person of character, which I think we need to have more of in our government. You know, there are about her that I disagree with, and there's some things I do agree with.
0: Jay, I think that we got a lot of a lot more questions to to ask. Um, it's a good. This was a good episode, Jay. A little rough. A little rough. We <laughs> and I think that we've asked more questions that we than than we could have answered.
1: At this point, there's nothing. There's no way we could have answered a lot of these questions. So think we did well. <laughs> I think we did. I think we did well, all things
0: considered. I'll talk to you later, and we'll do this again next week. Sounds great. All right. Bye, pal. Bye-bye. You've survived another podcast from the Fedora Chronicles Network. Find out more about us by visiting our homepage, thefedorachronicles.com. You can support the show by visiting our Zazzle page. Exactly 12.5% of every purchase goes to keeping this and other shows on the Fedora Chronicles network on the air. That's Zazzle.com slash Fedora Chronicles. Or you can become a Patreon. Click the link and for a mere dollar a month, you'll get early access to the podcast, updates on what we're working on and so much more. Thanks for all your support in advance and thank you to our listeners who have already contributed. Don't forget to search for the Fedora Chronicles on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram, where we will be keeping you posted on what's happening. Be sure to join the Fedora Chronicles radio show Facebook group, facebook.com slash groups slash Fedora Chronicles news. On behalf of Jason and myself, this is Eric Reiner, King Fisk signing off. Keep your chins up and your fedoras on.